The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he said, Who do you say I am? Then, Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, it's uh, such an important feast. And I would say, I would add, especially in England. Yesterday, all the bishops of England and Wales gathered in Westminster Cathedral round our cardinal, Cardinal Nichols. And there were many priests that were there, coming from all the country. And this, to have a mass of thanksgiving for the gift of priesthood. And the occasion of it was the anniversary of the foundation of the College of Douai. A college that at the time where there couldn't be a college and a seminary in England because it was not tolerated and that Catholics, Roman Catholics had very often to hide. This college formed priests for England that would try after that to go to England to the period of their life. This is what the Church, the Roman Catholic Church in England is. And so this country knows, through, of course, those that kept the Catholic Church, the attachment to the See of Rome. Actually, this attachment to the See of Rome is 
linked to this country in such a way that even to this day the kings and queens of England keep in their title Defender of the Faith a title which was given by the Pope to Henry VIII before his divorce. And to see the importance of it, maybe it's good to consider a little bit the conversion of Newman. Newman was so rooted in the Church of England and all its traditions and the beauty of the English and Anglican traditions, especially about singing. But he thought that something was missing. And maybe already he thought that there was something missing for the gift of unity. Already at that time, there were different trends in the Church of England. And we know very well that it is something very difficult, very harsh for our brothers and sisters that are Anglicans to see the divisions of today inside the Anglican Church. And one of his friends who was Catholic gave him a book to read of St. Augustine. And Newman loved the fathers of the church so much. And there was a little sentence that made him have a reflection that led him to becoming a Roman Catholic himself. At the time of the Donatist, Donatist at the time of St. Augustine of Hippone, it was... A a division inside the church, the Donatists were very good people. They were people that stood firm at the time of persecution. But after the time of persecution, they said those that are renegades, they cannot be reintroduced in the church. And the church gathered in a council, synod, and said no. That's not fair. Jesus has died for all. So if they repent, they can come back to the church. And the Donatist was a small church that divided from the church, the universal church, in North Africa. And St. Augustine says that. He says, a church cannot be faithful to Jesus if what it says is apart from the universal church. In other words, Jesus wanted a church that would be universal. And not only for England, not only for the Donatists, not only for a group of people, and because of that, Newman says, well, where is that universal church? Where is it? And who is the principle of unity? 
and he understood. It was the Catholic Church. It was not easy for him. He saw all the drawbacks of the Catholic Church. And he was a, a genuine Englishman, not very keen on Italian spirituality. But he said, never mind. That's where the Church of Jesus is. And he converted. And as you know, he became a cardinal. The Church Universal, the Church that comes from above, and therefore not our little special church according to our feelings, to our way of praying, to our way of thinking, to our social group, to our political ideas. No. The church is for all. Because it comes from Jesus, it doesn't come from man. It is not human made. And who is the one that guarantees that? It's the Pope. He is for all. He is no more than the Gentilian. Did you notice, brothers and sisters, that there is one country that the Pope has not yet visited? Guess what? Argentina. He is a Pope for all. And here is the Gospel. The question of Jesus. Who am I? Peter answers, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says, Happy are you, Peter. It's not the flesh that I've told you that. It is my Father. That's where the church is founded. Happy are we to be therefore linked to the church throughout the ages, to the church throughout the earth, with this continuity of the sea of Rome. And today we pray for that. We know there is always a temptation of divisions as there is in our families. But that's a temptation. We pray for our Holy Father that he stays as the one that is linked to Jesus and that is also the principle of unity in the church. We pray for us that we that come to St. Anthony are always attentive to the unity of the church with our different parishes, our different priests, with our bishop, united to all the other bishops of the world and to our Holy Father. We ask this to the Virgin Mary.
in our prayer today. Amen.